Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. A day late, but we're getting closer to being on time. My life is, it's actually not, I was going to say chaotic, but it's really not. It's maybe the most regimented it's ever been. It's fucking jam-packed, so it's difficult to, you know, squeeze any extracurriculars in. Um, And this is mildly considered extracurricular since it's not really bringing in any type of livable wage, but... Um, yeah, dude, this motherfucker's got to eat every three hours. You got to use your, you got to be very ergonomical with your time because you feed him, you hope he falls asleep relatively quick after feeding, which is not a given. But if he does, then you fucking lay him down. And then he got time to do things like make plantain pancakes, cover them in grass fed butter and organic maple syrup derived from Vermont. Um, dude, these fucking pancakes, I've been eating them constantly because it's the first pancake I've ever come across where every ingredient in it could be constituted as beneficial for your being. Two ingredients. You got a food processor, you can make it. You got to find a plantain. Plantains are hard to find, I'm not going to lie. Only, I only ever see them in two places. Um, either this sidewalk in Manhattan or Brooklyn where you know people who are literally from Costa Rica are here sending money back to their family so they don't die and they're doing it by selling fresh fruit. I never buy that fruit because anything that's on the side of a street in Manhattan kind of skeeves me out but it's like that's probably the freshest fruit there is. It's not going to have an organic label on it, but it's like, I think they're just grabbing the fruit directly off of a tree that's like growing naturally. And just because the government hasn't stepped in and given it a certification doesn't mean it's not good, you know? Um, and Whole Foods are the only place I've, I don't see them anywhere. And, uh, and they're not organic. Can't find them organic. And I think it's because they... The, the place that Whole Foods gets them is probably the same place the Costa Rican guy's getting them from, too. I don't know. I guess it's hard to grow plantains. But uh, you can't do it with a banana because a plantain is more... It's just starchier, you know? It's a starchier, substancey fruit. So you throw, depending on how many fucking poon kooks you want, you throw... I throw two pancakes, two plantains in there because I'm a growing boy. And you throw in two eggs and you blend that shit up. And I put a little bit of ghee on my frying pan. Get that shit nice and hoot. Throw it on there. Cook it up. Flip it over. Put it on the plate. Add a little butt. Syrup. Eat. Dude, it's so good. And it's like it's a legitimately healthy thing. Because apparently real maple syrup is good for you. It's in the food matrix. It's got good minerals and vitamins in there. Plantains are obviously nice for you. Uh, eggs. Who doesn't like a fucking... Egg raised right. It's got to be raised right. If it gets hit and it comes up in the projects, it's going to have a lot of issues, you know? It's got to be t- taken care of, spoiled. It's got to be spoiled before it gets slaughtered. Uh, I don't even know how I got on the topic of this shit. Um, oh, yeah, that's what I cooked while he was sleeping. Yeah, you got to edit your videos. You got to... You got to do whatever it is that you like to do 
when you have those free seconds because they are, you know, they come they come sparingly. I think I got my first good story, maybe an aside, not much of a story, but the fucking, dude, showering, bathing your kid is one of the, it's just fucking, it's just, a, it's such a process. You got to get this, you buy this fucking bullshit tub. You put it over the sink. We've been putting it over the sink in the bathroom. You fill it with water from the hose, from the shower. Um, you could do it from the sink. I prefer to do it from the shower because we have a filter on our shower and I'm not trying to hit my kid with that toxic water. And then, you know, you kind of so you, you suds him up with a washcloth. You get in the fucking crevices, which is brutal on a baby. Washing a baby, it's like fucking cleaning a Sharpay. The amount of wrinkles, flaps, and crevices on this kid. It's just, it's absurd. It's like, you know when you pull a fucking fitted sheet out of a dryer? And it's just been completely, like, rolled together? That's how intricately like stitch this kid's fucking crevices are so getting in there is a fucking pain in the ass holding him up the whole time out of the thing you know it's a, it's an arm workout you got to flip him over be careful i almost waterboarded him the first time we had a fucking pyrex filled with water and we were rinsing the soap off with him with that and, and the fucking uh <laughs> our night nurse was like get his head it's got he's got suds on his head and i just kind of went in for it and uh you know my bad i assumed he was would be smart enough to you know Close, he was closing his eyes, which is what I had, why my confidence had arisen so high. I was like, this kid clearly knows how to handle having water pouring all over him. So I just kind of dumped it on him. And uh, yeah, my wife and, and the night nurse were just like, Jesus, dude. I guess he could have inhaled it into his lungs and he could have dry drowned or whatever. Something fucking major. But it didn't happen. And uh, and you just need all that. It's, it's just whatever. So my wife... And it's almost impossible to do without the help of another person. So my wife gave another um, method a shot. And she just went in the shower. Like she turned the shower on like she was going to get in and just took the kid in it. And I'm sure there's some safety hazard against doing this. You could slip and fall, kill the kid or whatever the hell. But she brought him in there and he, dude, this kid loves the water. He's just like his fucking dad. Dude, you take me to a fucking beach with clear water on a warm, sunny day, I am in the fucking dub the whole time. Till I'm well past. So I'm in the dub so long that it's impossible for the people I'm there with to not comment on it. That's what happens every time. You like a fucking fish, Nick. You like that water, huh? Yeah, bitch. I fucking do, okay? I can walk around on land in a hot day any day. I can't fucking take a dip in the Aegean Sea all the time. Not, how often am I in fucking Portugal? Not often. And I know the Aegean Sea is not in Portugal, but it's just the name. I don't know the name of that sea, and that was the name of a sea on my mind. I heard it recently in a podcast or something. I might have talked about it in Better Call Saul, which I've been binging. Um, but yeah, so he was loving the fucking warm water. She had him in there for definitely too long. You're playing with... If you have a kid... <clears throat> you know, you're playing with fire when you got a kid in the shower that long. And she's finally wrapping up. Everything's done, soaped up, sudsed up, rinsed off. <clears throat> the dogs like to hang out. The dogs fucking go wherever this kid goes and they just sit and stand guard. It's pretty cute. Um, and then my wife was, you know, pulled the shower curtain back and was about to step out. 
of the shower. You know, she had him cradled up against her chest, butt out, and he fucking shit all over the top of my long hair chihuahua's head. Just sprayed him with his fucking urine-colored cottage cheese poo. Uh, it was, <laughs> it was fucked. It was, it's funny because it's not as horrific as, like, adult human poo. I would not be able to handle any of this if his poop was anything like human adults. Does it smell great? I'm actually, I'm actually literally just gagged a little bit thinking about it. I can, depending on some of his shits are major and they, and I, you know, I do have to take a, a step away, breathe some non-tainted air, hold my breath and fucking get the majority of the wiping and shit done. But it's not nearly as bad as like dog shit, even like, even like small dog shit. It's, is. 98 times worse than a four-week-old shit. Um, but that's basically my life right now. I'm just a fucking janitor. I'm the janitor of this apartment. I'm just wiping up shit off of his ass. Our fucking six-month-old dog. Which, you know, in hindsight might have been a mistake. I won't admit it, though, because I fucking love that dog so much. Um, but he's basically he's a little star for attention. I think he's acting out because he's regressing and he's potty training. And I'm just finding little... <clears throat> Puddles of his, his piss and shit on the apartment. So I'm just constantly cleaning up shit and piss. My house is like the, I don't know. It's like a fucking juvie detention center where the kids are acting out by spreading fecal matter and defecation all over the place. And I just have no choice but to do my job and clean it up. Otherwise, I'll be living amongst the filth. Um... But yeah, man, it's definitely, it's getting realer and realer. It's every morning I wake up earlier than I have woken up in the last, <clears throat> I don't know, nine years of my life. And I'm just like, I used to be able to be like, if I ever did have to get up early, I'd be like, all right, tomorrow I'll fucking, I'll catch up on my sleep. And, and then like this morning it hit me where I'm just like, there's no end to this. I will be so much closer to the age of 100 by the time this is over than I am right now. Can't even, the end is not in sight. But I'll miss this one day. So you gotta cherish it. You gotta try to cherish every moment because one day, you know, he's gonna be a fucking teenager telling you he wants you to drop dead because you didn't let him do a thing he wanted to do. That's how I behaved. You know, and then you can all, it's just, you got to worry about him doing shit. Right now he can't do shit. If he fucking, something bad happens to him, it's kind of on you. And there's a sense of, you know, relaxation in that. When he's older, it's just, it's on him to not drive onto the wrong side of the road and play chicken with a car when he's had his license for three days. Another thing I used to do. Oh my, dude, one time. I used to do that shit a lot. It was just for my own amusement, like not even trying to be cool. I would do it to try to be cool as well sometimes, but I think, dude, one time there was like, I was driving down a road. It wasn't like a super, you know, it was just, it was a busier road that has roads coming off, like side roads coming off and onto it. And this woman was coming out of the side road, <clears throat> waiting to turn onto the mainer road that I was on. And she pulled out like a little too far and it kind of pissed me off. So I took my car and I fucking veered directly into the line of her car to make her think that I was going to T-bone her. 
and I didn't swerve away until the last second. Dude, I got so close to this woman that when I drove by, I saw her let go of her steering wheel, turn her entire body to her mirror, to her uh, window, and put both of her hands up with her mouth wide open like she was fucking on drop, like going down the drop on King the Ka. That is one of my, I, I, that image is burned into my brain, dude. I literally made a woman think. I got a woman's life to flash before her eyes without her having to die. Kind of a nice thing. I wouldn't mind that. Maybe it would jog my memory a little bit because I'm fucking struggling. I remember this, though. Nothing else. I might as well have just been born today. Man, how much of your shit do you guys remember? Because my shit feels... I thought I'd remember more. But it's tough. For me. But yeah, who knows? I don't know. How do you impart it onto your kid to not do shit like that? There's definitely kids who didn't do shit like that. There's definitely kids who didn't lean out of a fucking moving vehicle at the age of 18, taking a Louisville slugger to people's mailboxes. There's definitely kids who didn't do that. What did my parents do to make me a person that did not do that? Because I did it a bunch. What am I talking? Oh, they raised a kid who like to have fun. What am I? Of course, I should be. I should be trying to be more like them. If anything, maybe I'll leave for seven years, like my father did. Which is a story you only know if you've signed up for the Patreon. It's so funny too what having a kid has done to my wife in terms of like ch- like child type news. Normally like you hear shit of it like happening to kids and you feel shitty, but once you like have one, it's like it's a it's a completely different level of fucking empathy. And my wife just cries now with like any type of like young thing horror. Like she I will <laughs> I came in from grocery shopping. She's got the fucking... She's got Netflix on. She's got the TV on. She's watching something. She's crying while she's breastfeeding the kid. So it's a scene. And I'm like, what the hell is going... What's going on? What are you, crying? She was like, the seal is sad. A polar bear came and ate her baby. I was like, you were... You're crying over a seal baby? Not even a human baby? She was like the mom. She was trying to get her food. So her and her doing, saying and crying and those things, while she was fucking feeding our kid from her tit. It's a funny scene, comedic scene. Fuck, we're starting off kid heavy already. This is just what it could be. Giants want a playoff game. Let's talk about that, which you, less of you will even be interested in than kid talk um but I gotta talk about it because it's I like football with a passion that is everything this podcast stands against it is completely illogical um it's a waste of time energy it's just I have I forgot how anxiety inducing watching a playoff game is for the the team the team that you love because it's been so long I get as much anxiety watching that is specifically like the fourth quarter as I do when I have like a major fucking like comedy showcase which is just so dumb and everything I hate 
but I can't help it. And that it's six years since the Giants have been in the playoffs. I think longer than that since they've won one. I was, dude, six years ago, I was, I had like my fuck, the tip of my dick in the comedy game. I was, I think, living with a chick named Rosalina, a Russian broad I met in Florida when I went down there to do comedy for a little bit to see if I actually liked it because you can get up in front of real crowds there as opposed to New York. And then uh, a lady I may have or may not have sort of manipulated into letting me fucking live with her in Astoria when she moved here as a traveling nurse. I was sharing a bed with a woman for $100 a month that I convinced to drive with me back up to New York from Florida when I lived there because I had had my car and I didn't want to do it alone. And then when I dropped her off and I got her to do it by convincing her there was a future in our relationship. And then when I dropped her off at her cousin's house in Staten Island, I never talked to her again. Or I did, but I let her know. I just immediately became a different person. And then I just, I think I ended it like two phone calls later. Um, I never claimed to be a great guy. But uh, yeah, then she she let me move in with her, and that uh, I think that's where I was doing open mics at QED. And trying not to sleep with my Russian ex who I got to let me live there on the cheap to not further make things even more complicated than they already were in that situation. Um... That's how long it's been since the Giants got into the fucking playoffs, dude. That's what's crazy. That's why I am so... I'm forever grateful for the Giants for winning not one but two Super Bowls in my lifetime. Because there's just plenty of people who I feel like just live and die without seeing even one of their teams win a championship. And it's fun. I like this team, dude. I like Daniel Jones. I always have. I wasn't, I mean, maybe in comparatively to most other people who were a lot of people fucking hated this guy. I never hated him. I always thought, you know, I thought he was going to be real good. And then I kind of conceded, all right, I still think he could be like an Alex Smith type dude who could get you to the game and get the job done and make plays once in a while. I didn't think he'd win it on his, like his shoulders. Um... But I think after that game, dude, I I mean, Daniel Jones might be the toughest mentally and physically quarterback in the entire league. Is he the most talented? No. He, this dude has endured probably the darkest years the Giants franchise has ever seen. And not a peep, not a hint of frustration, a complaint, nothing but selflessness and just keeping his head down and working, grinding his dick tip to the bone. And that's, dude, that, I mean, you're, you're not, you don't find that type of mentality in many guys, especially nowadays. Everybody's a fucking, a little bit of a fucking DV. So I'm on board of the fucking DJ train. That was a hell of a game he played. Um, the play, NFL playoffs are just so fucking good. And you know what? Shout out to the NFL. I felt like outside of that fucking roughing the passer call, on Dexter Lawrence at maybe the most important juncture of the game, the fucking Vikings trying to drive to tie the game 
on the final drive of the game and they call that fucking roughing the passer on a clean almost sack I mean the dude had the ball in his hands up until the last second of that sack that tackle and they threw a flag on that shit you got they I mean Luckily, honestly, luckily I was on fucking uh, stage. I had I had a fucking spot that night. And of course it timed out perfectly to where the Giants had punted it, I believe, to give the ball back to the Vikings for the final drive. And I had to go on stage and I came back out. Final play, Kirk Cousins throws it short of the sticks. TJ Hawkinson tackle Xavier McKinney. But I missed that roughing the passer call live. And I'm happy because that would have taken fucking five years off of my life. Of course, they're going to drive down and fucking win now. They get this call. The fucking refs influencing another game for no fucking reason. But other than that, man, I thought the refs had a good weekend, I think. I, I could be recalling it wrong. But I, I, what I really liked was those expedited replays. They were fucking making wrong calls on the field and overturning them before, like, you could even go to commercial. It was fantastic. Before they could even throw challenge flags. It was great. Keep that shit. I mean, it's probably harder when there's more games going on. But I like that shit. Um, another thing I want to say about professional athletes is just... Dude, some of these guys are so fucking... Co- what is it? Why are you so corny? They do the corniest shit. They say the corniest things. They, they It's mostly their social media presence. So many of these professional athletes are so fucking corny, it drives me up a wall. Posting pictures of, like, themselves next to a fucking, like, some sort of jungle cat with a weird caption, like, okay, now I'm reloaded. That's so fucking gay, dude. You're 6'3", 240, you make millions playing. Your job is one of the most popular things on planet Earth. You don't need to try at all to be cool you could literally just drool during every interview and people would be like I like this guy he's a man of few words the social media presence of these people I mean dude doing shit like that like shit that like Odell Beckham Jr. posts is the equivalent of like white women posting pictures of themselves with a pumpkin spice latte when the fucking foliage is turning that's what a lot of these dudes behave like and it's really frustrating to me. I think they don't even understand. They would be getting shit on by their friends if their friends weren't just like dying to be adjacent to their fame and money. You're surrounded by a ton of yes men. And that's why none of your boys are like, what you are posting and saying is so fucking lame, dude. We all know about the religious shit, the God quotes and the fucking. First and foremost, I want to thank God. We all know the, ha- you know, the cliche shit. About- God is like, God didn't even stop the Holocaust. You think he's fucking, you know, making sure you cross the goal line on a fucking Sunday night? He doesn't give a fuck about you, dude. He's not paying any attention. Most of these guys are wearing $70,000 chains around their neck while they fucking leave the turf to catch a ball. God isn't concerned. Maybe he is. Maybe the Holocaust just wasn't, you know doing it for him but maybe football just really gets his blood going and that just every Sunday he's just fucking <clears throat> picking and choosing who he wants to have to succeed based on you know who thanked him the most 
in the last week's post-game interview. I certainly can't prove that that's not what's happening. Maybe these guys know something I don't. Maybe when you fucking get drafted into the NFL, they take you right to God's office and he's running the whole shebang. But who knows? I hope this audio sounds good. I'm recording in my car again. Let me know if it sounds like shit. I'm headed to a gig. Um, should be fun. It's at the city winery. Posted it on my gram. Um, I don't know if anybody bought tickets. Thank you to the people who DM me to let me know they would buy tickets. Um, when I go on tour, I appreciate you. It didn't quell many of my fears because it wasn't really enough to even sell out one room. So, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Certainly not turn my steering wheel sharply and drive it into the Hudson River right now. Surely not that. But, uh, all right, I got I to gotta fucking skedaddle. I got a show to get to. I got a show to kill at. I think uh, Chris DeStefano's on this show. So maybe, you know, if you guys are fans of comedy, I'm sure you know him. Hell of a comic. So, you know, hopefully the plan is uh, I go up right before him. He sees my set. I murder. And he fucking, you know, is like, God damn, that was good, dude. You want to follow me to the cellar and uh, I'll get you an audition and then you can be passed at that club? You want to do that? That's what'll happen. Manifest me. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. <clears throat> Seems like you guys are still out there even after my fucking unacceptable infrequency and hiatus. Um, but I appreciate you guys. Love you. Stay safe. 